With Airbnb, I have a motto of progress over perfection because if you wait until you've got the space absolutely perfect, you will have missed out on lots of income. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Today's episode is sponsored by My Airbnb Empire, the premium short-term rental training and personal coaching program for ambitious women who want to build a six-figure income from short-term rental, whether they own property or not. Find out more by going to www.theschoolofrenovating.com. Well, hello, it's Bernadette and I'm back with another episode of She Renovates, albeit a few days late. So apologies for the fact that this episode is late in being published, but we're going to make up for it with some awesome content. Before I get into it, two things I've got to do. Firstly, thank you to Leon G, the wonderful listener who left us a beautiful five-star review entitled Best Airbnb-Related Podcast in Australia. Well, Leon, thank you for that lovely review and you're in for a treat today because today's episode is also on Airbnb and it's going to be the last on this topic for a little while. But today I'm going to be sharing a progress report on my latest listing, which is the factory floor. More on that in a minute. Before I get into it, I want to share with you what I've been up to this week or last week actually, so a week ahead of myself. Of course, I took another spin to Queensland to complete our project so it could go to market. Fortunately, one of our Wonder Women, Cherie Lamb, came with me because it was a pretty hectic couple of days, so it was really nice to have some help and also some company. But we managed to nail it and get back home, but it wasn't without some drama when we got to the airport to come home on Thursday night, our flight was cancelled. So we ended up spending an unscheduled overnight stay in a hotel in Brisbane before finally getting home on Friday afternoon. All's well and the project is ready to go to market and that will be happening this week. So I'm very excited about that. The Bondi project is doing well. We're getting lots of interest in the project. The auction is on the 17th of November. And so, yeah, we're having a bit of a clear out. Progress report on the factory floor. What is the factory floor? So it's our latest listings. When Stephen and I downsized, we made sure that our new home had a granny flat, for want of a better word, under main roof, that we could list for additional income. We live in a warehouse or a warehouse conversion, and the factory floor is the entire ground floor. It's about 75 square metres. It's been rented out on long-term, on short-term. We've had children living there. And when the last child left, I decided that I would get serious about preparing it to list on Airbnb and serious about the income. So my research indicated the potential income from this property was 59000 per annum. And so that's not to be sniffed at. And given that it's part of our home, so there are no finance costs on it, that is pure cash flow. So it's worth having. The property itself is a large studio with a separate bedroom. 
However, we've decided not to list the separate bedroom. We'll just list the studio because we're using the bedroom as storage. And also because we don't want to have masses of people down there, our preference would be that it's a couple. A couple of months ago, I decided to give it a zhush up before I listed it. And so the first thing to do when you are listing a property is figure out what its point of difference is because that's the thing that's going to sell your listing. These days, there are plenty of listings on Airbnb and you need to do something that's firstly going to stand out and secondly going to have your guests wanting to come back time and time again. There's two ways of doing that. The first way is in the actual listing itself, how you style it, how you theme it. And the second way is in your service, how you host. Because our home was originally a garment factory, I decided to call it the factory floor because it sets it apart from other listings in the area. And of course, I uh, wanted to do a few things to really build on that industrial theme. It's already got the bones. It's got, you know, high ceilings, concrete floors, which we had polished in an earlier renovation. But I wanted to take it to the next level. A few things we did. Firstly, I did some blackboard art, got a great big vintage type blackboard and created a welcome blackboard using some blackboard art and also including the Wi-Fi password. To guess, Wi-Fi is probably more important than food and water. And so the minute they get in the door, they want to be um, connected. So having the Wi-Fi password up on that blackboard is definitely a plus. And it's a little personal touch. We also added an industrial style chandelier, which we made ourselves with the help of our electrician. Also, we created a bed head made out of upcycled, quite ornate carved doors. I bought the doors on Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace, can't really remember. And then Stephen created a bed head, stands about two metres tall, and behind it is a walk-in wardrobe. It's quite raw and rustic, but that's perfect for the space. And then we painted it with some chalk paint and distressed it. So it's something that's different from anything else that you would find on Airbnb, so it stands out. We also added some ceiling to floor curtains, which draw back to separate the sleeping area from the living area. This really softens the area because there's a lot of concrete, high ceilings, rendered walls, so to really create some romance. The other thing we've done is included our bikes and helmets. So Stephen and I did, have done a charity ride for about three years in a row. So we've got quite good bikes and helmets, which we use for training. And so we have offered those to our guests. So it's a little bit of a grey area in terms of insurance company. Don't love the idea, um, but it's a risk we've decided to take because it just really adds to the quality of the stay of a lot of our guests. Some guests, particularly overseas guests, use it as their main mode of transport. They'll, um, they'll ride to Bondi, they'll ride into the city, um, leave their, the bikes at the Circular Quay and get a ferry over to Manly. It's a big value add. We did do a little Renault, not a massive one, but mainly it consisted of 
painting and making over the kitchen. Because it's a warehouse and it only has windows on one side, it can be quite challenging to get a lot of natural light in. So we painted the walls white on white, which is my favourite white at the moment, and that really lifted the sense of light and space. The other thing we wanted to do was make over the kitchen. It already had an IKEA kitchen in it, but it was looking a bit worse for wear, so we decided to change over the doors and the drawers. Unfortunately, IKEA has changed its kitchen modules since that one was installed, and so we had to employ a bit of skullduggery to get the new doors and drawers to fit, but we did, and so now it has a lovely industrial black kitchen, which is quite nice. Kept the existing Caesar stone and appliances, so it's a pretty simple makeover. In terms of furnishing it, I have learned to be very restrained with my purchasing of furniture because you can spend a lot of money and it takes a long time to recover that setup cost. So I had recently closed down one of my listings, so I still had quite a lot of furniture for that, certainly the bed. It's important the bed is really good and comfortable because Airbnb suggests that sleeping is a big part of your value proposition, so you want to make sure that bed is comfortable. And I've had really good feedback about the bed in the um, factory floor. I bought a sofa off Facebook Marketplace. It was an IKEA sofa with washable covers. However, I've made a loose linen cover so that it can be stripped off and washed and put back on. One thing I do know people do eat on the furniture. The furniture gets marked if it's not leather, so you need some means of being able to clean it frequently and easily. So that's the way, the path I've chosen to take. TV cabinets, just a metal cabinet from Facebook Marketplace. Table and chairs, so I wanted to get an industrial table, so I once again bought one on Marketplace. With a, It winds up, which is quite cute. Chairs, I wanted cross-back chairs. I was watching, they were going for $75 to $100 each. I didn't want to pay that, so I kept watching until one day. I had a set of six pop-up for $100 for all of them. They were perfect, exactly what I wanted, black. And so I bought them for $100, kept four, and sold the two that I didn't need for $150. So I actually put some money into my kitty. I bought a new floor rug from Temple and Webster. Because the floors are concrete, it's important to have a little bit of warmth. And I also bought a new coffee table. I wanted to go for a long bench style. Because the room is only three metres wide, I didn't want to, I guess, block the thoroughfare with a big coffee table. And that's working really well. With Airbnb, I have a motto of progress over perfection, because if you wait until you've got the space absolutely perfect, you will have missed out on lots of income. So once I'd got it to a point where it was near enough, I listed it. I do still have some work to do. I haven't spiled the splashback in the kitchen, and I need to bring our builder back to do some repairs in the bathroom, but it's fine for now and it's already up and cranking. One of the things that I did to add an extra draw card to our listing is I made it pet friendly. People who travel with pets or particularly dogs find it really hard 
to find decent places to stay. And because we have concrete floors, making it pet friendly is no big deal. And I've certainly had a lot of feedback from our guests. I guess probably every third guest comes with a dog and they absolutely love it because it's a beautiful space because normally if they're relying on pet-friendly spaces, they're not always that nice. And we're very close to a dog park, so there's great facilities for the dog as well. Plus, there are plenty of pubs and cafes around here that allow you to take your dog. So in terms of welcoming guests, once again trying to take our service up a step. One of our team members, Fiona, used to own a cleaning company that cleaned a lot of Airbnbs. So she's full of lots of good ideas. And so my welcoming routine is compliments of Fiona. So what we do is, um, well, in the cooler months, we'd put the heater on, but that the need for that has passed. But we put the Google Home on SBS Chilled Music And also I set an oil burner going with some beautiful oil that I bought from the Golden Door in the Hunter Valley. Really lovely, warm welcome for our guests, even if I'm not there. We also include some treats like some delicious Swiss chocolate and some savoury snacks and milk and fruit and so on so that they can sit down and have a cup of tea as soon as they arrive and um, before they go and get themselves organised with their stock for the kitchen. In terms of the cleaning, I didn't have my cleaner do it for the first few weeks. I like to do it myself just to get the routine down pat so that when I train the cleaner to do the property, I am across the nuances of that particular property, but now she has taken over. It's a pretty quick clean. It takes a bit over an hour to do. And linen is always the issue with the cleaning, managing the linen. So basically what she does is she washes the linen and the towels because it's only, you know, it's not very much while she is there and then puts them in the dryer so that I am not left with a lot of work to do once she's gone. Okay, in terms of income for the first month, So remembering the research indicated that our income would be around 60,000 a year, which is about 5,000 a month. But the first month it was three and a half thousand, which I am really impressed with. So remembering that we've got no real costs coming out of that. So it's pretty much pure cash flow. So now comes the period of tweaking and improving to get that income up to its full potential. I thought that I would report in periodically to just let you know how this is going and just give you an idea of how you really are on a path of consistent improvement with an Airbnb listing. So my two next steps now are to... Firstly, to list it on platforms other than Airbnb so that we drive the vacancy rate down. Although our vacancy is zero at the moment, so I've just put the price up because if you are fully booked, I'm clearly leaving money on the table. The second thing I want to do is tap into some influencer marketing. So my next step is to set up an Instagram account for the listing and also I invite an influencer guest to come and stay. I have someone in mind with the hope that they will share their experience in the factory floor 
and hopefully encourage others to come and stay. That's the plan with the factory floor. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Before I go, I want to let you know that we are running a a training, an Airbnb masterclass at the School of Renovating. So if you would like to learn more, please feel free to register. You will find a link to register in our show notes. And of course, please, if you haven't already done so, can you go and leave us a review and help us to share the reno and the Airbnb love. See you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.